Discover the new 3-Step Pro Partial Range, specifically designed to clean your partials and remaining teeth in three simple steps. Clean your partial, strengthen your natural teeth, protect your whole mouth. Stand up to further tooth loss with Polident Pro Partial, available at Walmart. Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread, that's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree going to begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, they get the taste out your mouth, that's for damn sure. Now, fuck him, fuck this, because I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no cornbread from me. That go for you and any other motherfucking farmers want to try some shit. You fuck around with me, it's going to be consequences and repercussions. What up? What up? All my good people out there, what's good, y'all? It's Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier. Welcome to another yes, episode sir. of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Live on the website, barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. Uh, be sure to follow us on our Twitter account at barbershopspor2. Also on the Facebook page. Also on Instagram at barbershopsportstalkpodcast. And also, you can follow us live on the YouTube channel. So make sure y'all subscribe to that channel real good. Um, Maestro Styles, what's good, man? What's going on, B? What's going on, man? Uh, you know, getting ready for this web outside. Yeah, everybody's panicking and everything. I was just out maybe 30 minutes ago, and people just ripping and running around trying to get stuff. And, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, this big anticipation of snow, and then it turns out it's, you know, less than what, you know, they predict. That's usually how it mostly is at times. So, so yeah, I was out in the streets trying yeah. to, uh, you know, get some things together. But uh, it does feel good to kind of be back in a normal spot. Uh, we normally record this show on a Tuesday night, and because... Our team schedules have been shifted in the last two weeks. We've been kind of doing IG live for a little bit, which we do, you know, every Thursday anyway. But we've kind of been using it in a different format, and we actually haven't been doing a podcast for maybe like a week or so. So I'm happy to be back, you know, in yes, the sir. slot doing this. And uh, I guess we can get started, man. Um, yeah. We, we, we can get it going. Uh, I, I think I'm at the woke the kids up last night probably around 11 15 11 20 last night because Lamar Jackson had his own Willis Reed imitation in the game last night and you know just for people if you want to rock uh, the Ravens came out with the victory 47 42 over the 
Cleveland Browns in Cleveland, um, defense really did not matter at all in this game, with the exception of the Bowser interception that set us up at the one um, for that touchdown. There, I think it was in the third quarter or something like that. Um, but there were two things for me, um, and, and really I got a lot to say about this game, but really there's like two turning points in the football game for me that swung this thing. So um, when they scored, when they got the ball back, they being the Browns, it was 34-20, I think. They got the ball back, and it was announced through the TV that Lamar had went to the locker room. Um, they didn't know why. Nobody knew, you know, what was going on and whatnot. And then next thing you know, you know, Twitter starts flooding the post with, oh, he had to take a dump, he had to drop a deuce, you know, and all this stuff. And it's like, all right, I mean, even if that's the case, all right, cool, go ahead, do what you got to do and, you know, come back on the field. Um, next thing you know, Browns go down the field, they score the touchdown. Um, you know, they cut it, uh, I think it was 28-34, I think it was. And, you know, everybody's like, yo, where's Lamar? Like, what, you know, what's going on? So, at that point, it was, he was questionable to return to the game. So, it was like, oh, snap. Like, this is, like, this is going bad. And on that same touchdown drive where I think they, they put two points up. I think it was a two-point conversion where it goes through Green Hunt's hands and it lands in people Jones's hands in the end zone. And plays like that where you think you, you know, you think you stop somebody and somebody else, you know, comes up with the ball in that situation. That's when things really kind of go bad for the opposing team. And for a while there, I just thought, okay, this is over. This, this might be a playoff fate right here. Like, this, like the momentum is really shifting right now. And we don't have our guy, you know, coming out the locker room to, you know, save the day. So, um... So here's the other turning point because it, it got bad. Um, when McSorley, the backup, came out uh, for those three plays, it was a three and out. Um, I don't know why Greg Roman decided that he thought McSorley was Lamar Jackson. Like you know, you saw that little. I guess I think he ran for five yards in a situation. They were trying to do the read option there, and I'm kind of like, nah, like he's not Lamar Jackson. Just make that dude sit in the pocket and throw the ball. Like, don't don't even do that. Or just run the football like we've been doing earlier in the game. So, so here's the second turning point. So, obviously, the Browns, they got the ball back in that situation. They go down. They scored a touchdown. Um, they kicked the extra points. So, now it's 35-34. And McSorley's back out there. Lamar's still in the locker room. And the third and ten. And McSorley throws that ball, and Willie Sneed had to go and make a grab for it. Like, I mean, it was it was really, for me, it was all Willie Sneed making that play. And from that point on, we ran the football. Um, the Browns wasn't stopping us from running the football. And then we get to the fourth and five where McSorley, and unfortunately, um, it wasn't serious. He, it looked like he tore his ACL, but it, it was just a strain at that point. So... Once that happened, Lamar came out fourth and five. It's like, yo, we'll make a play. You know, we just got one play, you know, to keep this, you know, keep this thing alive. And they ran the play. And I thought he was going to run for the first down, Maestro. I, I really thought, like, just looking, you know, 
as the TV was panning, like, I thought he was just going to run, and then he throws the ball, and Marquise Brown, who had dropped, like, three balls earlier in the game, makes the catch, scores a touchdown, you know, takes the lead, and ever since that point, you know, Baker goes back down, he scores, and then we just so happen to have the ball last, and Tucker, who, you know, Tucker's going on the Hall of Fame, I don't care what nobody says, um, 55 yards, you know, 45-42, and then we get the little small safety, which was, you know, really nothing unless you're a gambler. But um, this was the best game of the season, and it's not even close to anything that we've seen so far. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, definitely the game of the year. Um, I'll be 100% honest. I didn't see it till today. <laughs> um, um, what were you doing I, last night? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, working. I was, I was working. Um, yeah, by the time I got in the house, um, yeah. I had, I, you know, I had some deadlines I needed to work on. So, um, I didn't watch it till today. Like, like literally, um, mm-hmm. today. Um, so, uh, for but certain, you had some deadlines. But for certain, but for certain, um, game of the year for certain. Um, look, for me, um, I was kind of rooting for y'all. I had to root for a team in the AFC North. Uh, I was kind of rooting for y'all today. Um, and it's really just because I like Lamar Jackson. Well, um, really, it's a smart choice. I mean, you are, it's, if you're talking about playoff, I mean, if you're talking about division, um, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For certain, and um, we would have to beat Cincinnati if we if we beat Cincinnati uh, next week, then we clinch the uh, division. Um, so uh, that was kind of my rooting interest. Um, hell of a game, man. Hell of a game. I, I really don't like when when and you know me. Once that that was that was Kansas City versus the Rams a couple of years ago. Yep. Um it, it, it was one of them games, and uh, when those when you get those type of games, it's really at this point it's like you throw all throw statistics, throw you know throw all that out the window. Yeah, who's going to be the victor at the end of the game? Like that was that was those that was that game uh, last night. It wasn't the, like X's and O's. It's like throw it out the window. Who's going to be on top of this when it's all said and done? Who's going to make the last play at the end? Um, you know, obviously it was the Ravens. Um, look, they made the plays and, and Justin Tucker, um, like you said, as a Hall of Fame. I don't know who would ever question that. I mean, if I'm being honest, um, that conversation about Justin Tucker being a Hall of Fame was probably dead in my eyes. I mean, that was set in cement yep. two years ago, honestly. So, um, you know, right. definitely nothing new there. But, um, you know, look, um, I, I think even with the, you know, with you, are you guys in? Are you guys in the seven right now with the win? We are not in the seventh spot right now. Okay. We are still in the eighth spot because the Dolphins, while we have the same record as Miami, Miami still has that conference record, conference record. better than us. Because right okay. now, all of our losses are to the AFC teams right now. And okay. I think the Dolphins are five and four in the conference, I believe. So I think we're five and five. Are we five and five? Yeah, we're five and five right now. So okay. they're, they're better in that regard than we are. And I, I looked this up earlier today because, you know, in my mind, 
of all the years I've been watching NFL football and, you know, we've been watching teams that win 10 games sometimes. I mean, I remember one point when uh, Brady got hurt that one year and the Patriots went 11-5 and with Matt Castle, they missed the playoffs. And they were, I guess, in that case, they were the seven seed. But, you know, everybody knows that it's top six teams. That's really been the traditional playoff format. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been of the mindset that I thought 10 games was going to get us in because of the extra playoff spot. Right. You know, we've seen seven seeds get 10 wins. We've seen that. Mm-hmm. I've never seen an eight seed in any conference in any year get double-digit wins. I've never seen that before. Right. So, in my mind, I'm like, okay, it's going to take 10. If we get the 10, we'll be good. I was just doing some, you know, playing, you know, pick-up games with some of the, you know, some of the teams that still left, like the Colts, you know, the, the Titans and um, the Dolphins and pretty much everyone that's in that wild card or mm-hmm. haven't clinched a division yet, you know, kind of, you know, predicting what their games were. And there's a situation, there's three situations, right? So, the Colts, the Browns, and the Ravens, those teams could win 11 games and be the eighth seed. Mm-hmm. Like, any one of those combinations could happen. And I'm just sitting here, and, like, and I'm just sitting here like, damn. <laughs> and, you know, not the, you know, and not the, I mean, well, you know, I guess in a moment of, of honesty and and, and, and humility. Um, look, man. If and I don't think Pittsburgh is going to lose to Cincinnati. That's very clear. Um, but um, God forbid. And 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 here we go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. uh, uh, this is this is obviously more even. Look, this is this is critically important um after this loss to Buffalo. So right, right. um let's so be clear, this, the Steelers clinched a spot already. Because my in the playoffs, lost. yes. Yes, yes. We're in yeah. the playoffs, yes. Yeah. Um uh, I'm I'm speaking about division. I'm um I mean I mean I'm not gonna say we're out of the you know, we're out of the whole one seed. Yeah. But we're out of it in if if I believe Kansas City is gonna Kansas City for the rest of the season. Yeah. So um so now we're playing the the the, the speeding game, I guess. So um, now it's about can you hold off the Bills for the number two seed? Number two, and but but, but really, I don't care about the two seed. Um, mm-hmm. You know that I don't I don't think the two seed will change anything drastic. If we won the two or the three. Um, or, right. Or, or well, it, it'll it'll change it'll change your opponent. That's really all. Yeah, it that, is. that really right. Right. I'm I'm not super concerned about. Um, Opponents, but then I'm concerned about the bye and, and uh, home field throughout. You know, right, right. And, and the fact that the Steelers have pretty much been like playing every week. I know you guys had a bye week, but it really wasn't a traditional bye week because yeah. these guys still kept coming to the facility and not really getting that time off. So, yeah, um, that, that, it's critical. I say, yeah, I say all that to say that, um, you know, in, 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 I guess in reference to the playoff picture in the AFC, it's just, um, it's, it's, it's stacked. And, and I'm not going to say every team outside of the Kansas City Chiefs 
um, should you know they 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 got they got a long road ahead of them and on their road to trying to get to the Super Bowl. Right, right. I, I'll be honest with you. Um, if we're just talking teams in the AFC, um, there's about and there's like legitimately there's like nine teams right now going for seven spots. Mm-hmm. I think I think the Raiders are done. I mm-hmm. I, I think the Raiders are done. Um, mm-hmm. They you know and I, and I've said a couple of weeks ago that. If they got in the playoffs, then I think they'd be ready for a matchup against, you know, any one of those top, you know, four teams. But when, when you show that much inconsistency, you know, and I, and, I, and I get, I guess, losing to the Colts, okay. I think we've we've we figured out that the Colts are for real. I, I just didn't think that they would beat the Raiders the way they did. Um, but that was... I mean, that I was the Raiders, so... What's that? Um, I said, but I, I, if, I, if I remember correctly, I picked the Raiders to win that game. I did too. And um, you know, them not winning the game for me. Uh, for, I mean, even for me, even more than them losing to um, was it the Falcons two weeks ago? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. for you know, because it's like all right, that's an out out of conference, whatever, whatever. Um, but for them to lose to a direct opponent in the um. You know, in the AFC, yeah. You know, it's not like they played the you know a team that's not in the hunt. Like this is the the Colts is a team that the Raiders should have nately woke up for. Yeah. Um, and they didn't. Um, yeah. So for them to lose and then add to your to lose like that, it's like all right, yeah. Like you you, you can go ahead, you can go ahead and throw that season and oh, yeah. you know the, the Raiders you can throw the X on them at this point. Um, it's it's really yeah. about it's right now it's it's really about eight eight teams right now it's eight teams seven spots and I mean if we go through these schedules man it's it's not like I mean the only the only real head to head matchup that's coming up in the next three weeks is Dolphins at the Raiders like that's really the only one that really could you know kind of swing a little bit but even after that. I mean, you look at the Colts' schedule, and they got Jacksonville, they got Houston, and then they got Pittsburgh, I think, in the middle of that. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, let's say they went out, and then you got the Browns, who are going to be in the Meadowlands back-to-back weeks, and then finish up, you know, against the Steelers. You know, that's, you know, they could win out. We could win out with, you know, beating the Bengals, Jags, and Giants. And then let's not forget about the Titans. Like that—that's the one team. That's the one team that worries me. Like if you know we went out and we somehow miss it, that would be the one team that worries me. Because let's say they don't win the AFC South and they fall into that wild card mix, and we lost to the Titans, so we lose that head to head right off the bat if they drop into that wild card spot. So that's what worries me. So. I'm I'm hoping that the Titans can hold on to that division because at least if the Colts drop to us, we beat the Colts earlier in the season. We can get that tiebreaker yeah. over them. So right, so right. yeah. So it's not like these teams are going to be knocking each other out down the stretch. Everybody's playing somebody different that could you know run the table at this point. So and, and then mm-hmm. you got the Dolphins um, who got the Patriots at home and then they're on the road for two. Um, uh, Buffalo's the last game, and I forget what the middle game 
um, in between that is. But, you know, again, the Dolphins, they, they could run the table. All, all five yeah. of these teams can run the table. Um, the I don't know if Dolphins. You said Dolphins got the guy Buffalo before the years at the end of the year at seventeen. Um, I I don't know if Dolphins running the table, but yeah, I, I don't um, know. If the, I don't know if the Dolphins are running the table either, because I think I, I I think the Patriots would want would love nothing more than to disrupt the Dolphins season. And find a way to mm-hmm. you know knock them out of a, a playoff spot. Cause I don't I don't think the Patriots are falling in the tent yet. Um, falling in the tent as far as they're not. I mean, making the playoffs falling in the tent. Falling in the tent as in niggas is thinking about vacations already. Like we not like oh, like, no, like, 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 real, like realistically don't... we don't got a shot at the playoffs so. We just gonna make business decisions and not play as hard. I oh, think no, that I, yeah, I, I think they're gonna that. I think they're gonna play hard. No, I agree with that. I don't think it'll be a better check team. I don't think it'll be a better check would allow that of a team of his. Um, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I guess getting to the next uh, important, uh, you know, the important game of the week, and we're still to the AFC. Obviously, um, Pittsburgh being. Um, <laughs> Being that for lack for lack of a more disrespectful word, us losing to Buffalo um, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, I, look, man. Um, there is, and I it's it's time to consider what we got to do with Ben Roethlisberger. Um, not because we're paying too much money for the production he's giving us. Um, and I thought. I thought that we could, um, you know, kind of, you know, I thought we could Kobe Bryant the situation, recipes for lack of a better term, meaning in his last couple of seasons, even though he might not be given, you know, you know, top notch performance wise in, in his last couple of seasons, if he just give us some decent, you know, some decent. Let me let me let me just say I I don't I don't know if that's a fair comparison. I I think when we talk about those last years of Kobe Bryant, I think people refer to the money that they gave him and and rightfully so. He's the mamba, but I don't think people attributed to those failures of those final seasons of Kobe to his play. I think they attributed more to the fact that they overpaid him, they overpaid Kobe Bryant, and was unable to facilitate the roster around Kobe. I think that's entirely different from what you're say, saying. We, with say you, bro, I'm sorry, I, I, I missed what you said. No, I'm I'm saying that I I think when you I'm saying that I I think what you're bringing up with Kobe I think is a bad comparison to the Roethlisberger situation because I think when you look at those final years with the Lakers under Kobe, people attributed those bad seasons under the fact that they overpaid him and didn't give enough money to facilitate the roster around him more than it was his production. Kobe was still good in those final few years, minus the, you know, the year that I guess he had the, uh, the Achilles injury. But I don't think Kobe slacked off in terms of production. I just think the team around him wasn't any good. You, his last year, you think he was 
Like I don't think the think, like I don't think the I don't think the reason. I'm, the I'm, I'm being conscious. Work. I'm being conscious of what I'm saying because I don't want to. I, I I certainly don't want to make this a, a, a like I'm being disrespectful to Kobe Bryant, and right. and he's there, and I that we're speaking sports, but I want to be careful with my words. Sure. I don't think Kobe Bryant. I don't think. Um, and I feel like we spoke about this when he, you know, when Kobe Bryant was in his last, you know, his last few years. Kobe Bryant wasn't Kobe Bryant. Um, he he was, um, he was allowed to just play. Was, you know, yeah, I mean, he was he was getting up there in age, no question about it. Like he wasn't, you know, what he was in his prime. But I don't think the reason that Lakers had all those failures those final years under Kobe Bryant was because of Kobe Bryant. I think the reason that... Uh, no, okay, okay, I'm sorry. I, I, maybe, I'm, I wasn't saying that it was because of Kobe Bryant. I, okay, let me... Let me um, sure, but I think you were that, trying to make a comparison to the situation with Roethlisberger because you're, I heard you say that he's not... They're not... Um, they're not getting the production out of Roethlisberger for the money that they're paying him. And then you went to the Kobe Bryant um, comparison, which I, I, I didn't think was I didn't think if, was if fair. You, if you feel like if you're saying that they didn't pay Kobe Bryant to get the type of production that his money that based on the money that he was getting, and they were just giving him that money because he was Kobe Bryant. Okay, yeah, I'm with that's you all there. that was. Okay, yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying. Um, okay, I'm speaking to I'm speaking solely to. Um, if the production that he was get, he would. I'm just gonna say it. Not if it's backlash, I'll, I'll take the backlash. Um, there isn't. Um, he wasn't. No, I'm not gonna say that. Sounds crazy. Um, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger said it himself after the game. He's not playing well. He's not. He's he's not playing up to his standards, and whether that has to do with age, whether that has to do it, with, it to do with injury, whether uh, they're trying what, to preserve his arm. They're, right. they're not trying to preserve his arm. We hold on, let's, let, let's and that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to say without saying it because I don't want to be disrespectful to Kobe Bryant. Um, he's not playing well enough, and it's not because he's not playing well enough because. Um, you know, there's something mechanically he could do to be better. He's just not that guy anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, well we, we, um, we kind of knew that. I mean, we knew that going into the season. Well, uh, no, I don't think I don't think we knew he was this bad though. And um, and I, and I, when I say this bad, meaning mm-hmm. he cannot push the ball accurately down the field. Um, if you know, they know exactly what he's doing. Um, I put out a tweet in uh, Sunday. Uh, Sunday saying, "Damn, um, you know, I, I didn't say exactly this, but I was like, we need to get back to backyard, backyard Ben Roethlisberger. That's mm-hmm. how we we're going to, you know, ha- we're going to have make this game interesting because they are jumping the quick routes. Yeah, they know what we're doing, and when yeah. you can jump, when you know what he's going to do, he's not going to do anything different because he's not capable. Let's be clear. That's what I think." I'm not sure. I mean, we haven't had the opportunity to try it. He's not capable of backyard anymore. You're not going to see him hold the ball for eight seconds. Right. Wait for the cornerbacks to get tired of 
getting tired to cover the receivers and then he make a play. Those days are gone. So, but what do you attribute that to? That, do you attribute that to them preserving his arm? Do you attribute that they're to... They're not preserving his arm. I can, there's no way I can say, not to cut you off, but to cut you off, there's no way I can say they're trying to preserve his arm when he threw the ball 102 times in two games. There's right. no way. I'm, there's no way right. I'm going to say that. And I don't care if he threw 102 five-yard passes. I don't. You don't throw a ball 51 times in a game, two times in a row, and then say to me, you're trying to preserve his arm. I don't believe that. Right, right. So is it, so, is it, is it, his, is it his arm strength? Is, is, is the arm strength going? Um, he can throw 20. He, he can... He can. We've seen him throw the ball. Rather that we've seen him throw it down the field. It mm-hmm. hasn't been uh, greatly accurate, and it seems like they throw on the ball deep down the field more so to make the uh, defense honest than to actually complete a pass. And yeah. Chase Claypool has dropped the, has been dropping deep balls all year. Um, it doesn't even seem like they're attempting to throw Deontay Johnson in the deep routes or Juju Smith-Schuster in the uh, mm-hmm. deep routes. It doesn't seem like they're attempting to throw deep routes to the uh, receivers. It seems like, ooh, let's just throw it and hope that we get a catch from Claypool or we get a defensive pass in the front. That's what they do. Every time they throw a deep ball, anything past 20 yards is a hope that he catches it off for of DPI, and it seems like they're leaning more towards, ooh, we'll get a DPI if we throw it out there. Yeah. Um, He's not. He's just not giving us enough um, for a team that has to throw because the running game is so inept. Um, yeah. Yeah. At at this point, thirty million dollars is too much money. Um, and I would love if we were if we weren't a good team, you know, around meaning if we weren't a good team. If, you know, we got a decent offensive line. We got quality mm-hmm. receivers. Um, we got a defense at least when we got a, uh, a decent defense but all of our linebackers are depleted outside of um outside of um tj watt um you know like this is a team that you oh when we were all healthy that this was a bowl contending team and um for all intents and purposes um now that we've taken a two-game losing streak and it's not so much we've lost two games in we lost two games in December. Um, it's like, okay, now at this point, it's like, um, and I know people have been saying, is Ben Roethlisberger the problem all year? And I would kind of say no because we were winning games. But now that the defenses have clearly uh, taken notice that if we can stop the quick pass, we can stop Ben Roethlisberger and we can stop this offense, mm-hmm. now I'm like, uh, Ben got to show me something different. He got He has to show me something different because um, if he doesn't, this is going to be a quick playoff trip. This is going to be a quick playoff trip. Um, I, I think. Um, I think we get Miami. We might can beat Miami. Um, I think we can beat the Colts. Um, you know, it, it, but but there's no guarantee. I don't. You know, there's just no guarantee. There, right. I don't it's not, it's not a slam dunk that the Steelers get out of the first round. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, not a guarantee. It's just not, and and, and it should and it shouldn't it shouldn't be that way. Um, and I get injuries have something to do with it, but nah, everybody uh, everybody going through something this time the of defense, year, man. The defense played well enough for us to win that game uh, Sunday, and they didn't. And to and for me, mm-hmm. I look at Ben Roethlisberger, 
um, not only for the law against Buffalo, but the loss against the football team mm-hmm. and the game against Baltimore, even though we won it. But, look, we can't – that yeah. Nah, yeah. we didn't look good offensively. And they, and I think, that, I think that falls on the shoulders of Ben Roethlisberger and quick passing. I also got to throw Randy uh, Feetner in, in it because he's mm-hmm. calling plays, but – yeah. Um, Ben Roethlisberger is a 17-year vet. At some point, you got to say, "Look, mm-hmm. I got to write this ship, and I don't care what my what this, co- this offensive coordinator says." So I think we're saying the same thing when when I when I say this. I'm gonna say it a little differently than you are. Um, the defense is fine, and you know, just when I look at them play, when I watch them play, even without the you know Devin Bush and without um, Spillane and uh, Bud Dupree. The defense is fine. Um, that first half uh, against Buffalo was, I mean, I mean, you, you couldn't do any better than what they did. I mean, they held the Bills to uh, zero points up until, you know, the pick six. Um, the, the problem is, is that you all have a lot of these clean outs, and it's, you know, like you said, it's the, it's the quick throws, it's the short passes, it's the drop passes. You know, Deontay, you know, another, what, two two drops in that game before they sat him? Yeah. At, at that point, um, you know, another, a couple of drops by some other receivers. Um, you, you know what I mean? So those contribute to three and outs, which contributes to your defense happening to get back on the field so much that as this game wanes and it wanes and it wanes, Buffalo's gonna find that they're gonna find that crease at some point, and Stephon Diggs was digging that ass. No pun intended. Pause. Um, that's that's when the game broke open. You know, in the third quarter, your defense is it's a great defense, but it could be so great to the point where if they on the field too long, they they not gonna hold up, and especially when you got these linebackers out. And you're trying to scratch and claw, and you know your offense ain't giving you nothing. I mean, it's so much that a defense can take until the levy starts to break, unfortunately. And 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 that's what happened in that third quarter. Yeah, um, I mean, all that to say, and I, and I put a button on that game. Um, we are in trouble if the goal is Super Bowl to bust. If the goal is Super Bowl to bust, um, which, which you know, um, I don't think no. Well, no, that's a lot. A lot of people had us going to the Super Bowl this year. So, um, yeah, it, it, and and I and I'll say because I said because I said it in the beginning of the year. I guess I say it every year, but I, <laughs> it's any consolation. I I mean I meant it this year. Um, uh, it was it's Super Bowl or bust, and now it's and and, and the, for the reason they called it the Super Bowl or bust, it seems like we may not make the Super Bowl. Be, and it's Ben Roethlisberger. Um, and now on Twitter, um, and, and 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 you tell me what you think about some of these types of ordeals. Yep. I saw a tweet where somebody said, uh, you know, this, uh, can we send Ben Roethlisberger? Uh, can we send Ben Roethlisberger to the Jets for Sam Donald? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, that was. Uh, I think that was Steelers Depot that uh, put that out there. I, I did see something with Sam Donald's name in the tweet referencing that. But yeah, I I, I did see yeah. that. Um, 
I, I think it's too early. And, to and, talk and, about and that. that, I mean, look, it, I can't say. Well, yes, okay, yeah, I, I, I agree with you, but for shits and giggles, and and, I, and it might be off of a. Um, important loss. Like I said, I I could take the football team loss. I look fine, but this Buffalo loss is different for me because Buffalo, Buffalo is the creme de la creme. Yeah, the creme de la creme of the AFC. Um, yeah. Yeah. And 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 I wouldn't say they were big boys up until they beat us the way they did Sunday. I think they were on the on the. Uh, you know, they were on their way to it. And Chris Collins were alluded to it. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, Buffalo coming into this game, they have a point to prove. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Pittsburgh has been undefeated, you know, for the majority of the year. And, you know, this and, – and even when you speak about historically, you think about Pittsburgh a certain way, separate from what you think about Buffalo. Yeah. So it was like, you know, Buffalo – um. Buffalo had every right to come in hungry and play hungry and and deliver to make a statement. Like, this is a statement game. Of course, they've had other statement games this year, but this in December is a statement game. And they made the statement, and we did not. And that, that more than anything, bothers me. Yeah, um, Buffalo's a big boy. And I, I, I think what's sad about you know, us talking about them in this way is is that we should have seen we should have seen this coming from the Buffalo Bills. Um they, they were a playoff team last year. You know, they came out of nowhere. Nobody expected anything of them up until the end of last year. And then what do they do? They go out in the off season, they get Stefan Diggs, um, they make some other improvements to the roster and you know, and for me personally, I was kind of like, yo, I, I, I just got to see this team do it again. And was it because of their history, their previous, you know, history of, you know, failures in the postseason, uh, not making the playoffs for what, what was that, a 17-year drought or something like that? Um, yeah, it, that it, it had a lot to do with that. And so um, we, we should have seen this coming because... They had a young quarterback, uh, you know, Josh Allen. You know, we talked about him early in the season as a potential MVP candidate. But, but I'm sorry. Let's be clear, though. Um, I don't, I don't, I didn't see it coming because I didn't believe Josh Allen. Um, last year he was not a accurate quarterback. No, agree, agree. But they you made, know, but um, they, but they made, but they made improvements in the off season to get better. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, not, but you don't. Yeah, but you don't believe that until you see it, though. Of, of course, of course not. But you, I think I think everybody knew what they were gunning for with the moves that they made. It wasn't like they, okay. they stood pat and said, "Hey, we're gonna roll with the status quo." Uh, uh-uh, uh, nah. We we're gonna go and get one of the best receivers in the league. We're gonna do that. We're gonna buffer our defense. Um, Josh Allen is gonna be in his third year. He's we expect that he's gonna improve, and you know here we are. They're ten and three, and you know we should we should have seen this coming. Yeah, no, I I, I don't. I, I I'll accept the surprise. Um, I think, I thought Buffalo would be a good team this year for certain. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you look at this team right now, you have to. They are the second best team in the AFC. Yep, I agree. Um, 
know that that there's no 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 other way to put that um they ha- have officially taken their spot as the second best team in AFC uh this past Sunday yep. and um and let's be clear that don't mean they can't be beaten in the playoffs you oh, know of course not. you know course i'm not. just saying they got to prove that stands, yeah exactly but they as it stands that. right now they are the second best team in the AFC um and and uh they deserve respect and um this, this next up and coming season those expectations that we speak of are, are they will be happening this next all season. They, they will be higher. About, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they will be higher than what they were, you know, this past off season. And I gotta ask you this too, man, because um, I you, you and I were tweeting back and forth after that game, and I, I gotta admit, um, watching Josh Allen's uh, interview on TV. And I didn't know who that was from Pittsburgh that came over and was like, yo, that was a nice win and dapped them up yeah. and all that stuff. I mean, but it, I knew who it was immediately. But it but it, 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 it caught me by surprise because I'm not used to seeing that in that kind of context. So it was kind of like, yo, like, that was kind of weird. And then in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, these tweets are going to start to roll. People are going to start to say, oh, what's this nigga doing? Like, why are you congratulating the, you know, why are you doing that in the middle of his interview and da 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 da? And then I had to think about it, man. I'm like, you know what? These guys congratulate each other all the time. These guys sit in prayer circles after games. These guys dap each other up um, after the game. It's just that number one, it was Eric Ebron who has sort of been public enemy number one or number two, depending on how you feel, because of his drop passes and because of his play. And the fact that you did it on camera, I, that I think those are the two instances where it makes it more like, like really, like you you had to do that on a off of off of a loss, like really. So um, I don't I don't, I don't make much of a big deal because guys congratulate each other all the time. But I will acknowledge that because it's Eric Ebron and because he hasn't played well, that he he gets the smoke. Um, if it were any, um, it's for me, it wasn't because it was Eric Ebron. Mm-hmm. Um, it was because it was a Pittsburgh Steeler off of a law. And you're right in the sense that, uh, players congratulate each other. Um, yeah. look, we should be pissed as a team right now. We should be pissed. And I'm yeah. not saying don't congratulate people. Um, that is the star quarterback who you very clearly saw was doing an interview. Yeah. Um, and yeah. you sound happy. Yeah. And for the record. I'm way too excited to congratulate him. For the record, I've never, in all these games I've watched over the years, I have never seen that before. I have never seen a guy of the opposing team walking in front of an interview to the opposing guy and say, hey, good job, congratulations, dap it up, and all that stuff. I might recall maybe one slight instance when Belichick was congratulating Ray Lewis after we beat the Patriots in the playoffs that one year. Other than that, I've never seen anything like that before. That's why it was so awkward for me. Well, again, it wasn't even awkward. Like, it wasn't... For me, I don't care about the circumstances. I 
don't he sounded when you listen to him in the audio or saw yep. him in the video, he sounded genuinely excited yep. to congratulate and he couldn't he couldn't even wait to the end of the interview mm-hmm. to congratulate the dude who just busted y'all ass. And look, I'm not saying don't congratulate. That's not at all what I'm saying. I'm only referring to his energy when he congratulated him. Yeah. To which he did it. Um, he was too excited. That is a look. We're going to the playoffs. I get it. We're going to the playoffs. We're there. Nothing can happen where we're not going to the playoffs. So that is a that is a a weight. You know, somewhat of a weight off your back. But let's be clear: who you lost to? You lost to the Buffalo Bills. Um, who uh, for all intents and purposes was the number three seed at uh, or oh, they're the number three seed. But um, yeah, yeah. But as far as ranking goes. Um, I, I can't see a, I can't see a a, a credible a credible platform that would have the Pittsburgh Steelers over the Buffalo Bills now in our in our power ranking. I can't see it yep. because we were outclassed. We were outclassed. Yep. I don't care about injuries. I don't care about how it how it progressed. We were outclassed. Stephon Diggs put in work. Josh Allen put in work. That defense they weren't they put in enough work. Mm-hmm. Um, we. We lost a statement. We lost a statement game. This was our first loss. In a, this was our first statement loss this year, and it happened in December. It happened in December. If this would have happened in October, I wouldn't like it. But it's like, all right, you know, this is the time where we can lose a statement game and still be in the, in the fold of things. Now in December, we're not playing our best football where we need to be playing our best football. Yeah, or at least be close to it, and we're not close to it. We're not. We're not ascending in our team's progression. We are. Uh, we're falling. We're de- descending. We're not playing our on the way to our best football based on our last three performances. That is a problem. Well, look. Um, the, the the perfect tonic for that is playing the Cincinnati Bengals next week. So well, I would love to say that, Seth. We play the Colts right after that. Yeah. And just for and and Cleveland right after that and Cleveland yeah yeah um and, just play the game of the lives and 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 Cleveland is going to need that game um with the way these you know these records and the AFC is shaping up right now uh Cleveland is going to need that game so you you're, you're going to get everybody's best shot you know minus Cincinnati of course but you're going to get the Colts best shot you're going to get the Browns best shot because. Those teams haven't clinched anything yet at this point, and probably won't. Last... What's that? Go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Finish your point. No, I, w- I was saying that um, the Browns and the Colts, you're going to get those teams' best shot down the stretch because they haven't clinched anything yet, and they probably won't clinch anything until Week 17. Um, yeah, you're right. I'll, and I'll say this, and, and I promise, because I said this uh, one time already. This will be my last point. Um, I would, I would propose, um, I would propose um, that we push this division Sunday, and that we start resting players. Not necessarily, kick, you know, not having them play entire games, right. but giving them, giving them, but but giving them small breaks because um, we gonna need, we gonna need it. Mm-hmm. We gonna need. I would propose. Good I would, point. I would propose some small breaks for players. Like I said, not necessarily had not necessarily being scratches for games, but you know, giving them giving them the second half off 
yeah, um, yeah. you know, something. Because I, I, uh, I take it a step further, though, Maestro. I, 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 I would, I would scratch some of these players as um, inactive. I, I, I take it a step further. I mean, you, I, I mentioned it earlier. I mean, your bye week earlier because of the Titans' breakout of COVID um, disrupted that bye week for y'all. And then when y'all had the mini bye week during the Thanksgiving week, our breakout of COVID within our, within my team affected y'all. In the schedule, so I would I would venture to say, hey, beat Cincinnati on Monday, lock up the division, and then you know, as far as two C three seed, that that shouldn't even matter at this point. Guys got to rest up. Let's just put the backups in there. Let's just put this practice squad guys in there, and you know, let's let's just you know give these guys the rest because. We're going to be playing Wild Card Weekend, and we're not going to get yeah. that, you know, bye week. It, that would that would be my mentality. If, unless if I was Mike the Tomlin. Chiefs, unless the Chiefs lose, and I don't see them losing. I, I don't see them losing either. Um, if yeah, you're talking but about if lose, against the Saints, if you're talking about against the Saints, I, I don't I'm, see that happening. I, if they if they lose against the Saints, if they lose the week after, I don't know. The, I don't know the schedule on top of my head. If they lose. Then maybe, then maybe I put a little, put my foot forward to try to get that first seed. But as it stands right now, I, we're we're not getting that first seed. Let's just let's just nah. let's just get some players healthy. Let's get let's just get it healthy, rested. Nah. Try to keep you know try to keep some keep the joints all the meaning. Let them play a little bit, but yeah. like, but but get but get them out of there. Let's let's get some players healthy and get ready for the playoff push. Yeah. And it's and it's it's funny that I'm I'm, I'm proposing your team. Rest players, which would probably mean you guys lose to the Colts and lose to the Browns, and that probably doesn't help my team out any any further because I'm going to need one of those teams to have a hiccup a- along the way. So, but in the in the context of the yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers, um, it might be the right thing to do at this point because guys have been playing every week at this point and there's been no rest and you're not going to get the rest into going into the playoffs um so that that's probably what it's got to come down to um i just hope the colts or the browns or even the dolphins one of those teams got they they got they got to lose one one of those teams got to lose one and yeah. and we, we got to win out to, to, to make it in so We'll, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we'll, see, we'll see what happens there. Um, so, um, to some of these other games, um, and I'm not going to go through you know the whole slate and all that crap. I only but, got I only got one more game I want to talk about, so I don't know how many more you got. Um, so I'm going to talk about Jalen Hurst and his performance on Sunday. Um, and I know a lot of people was like, "Oh, we're so scared for Jalen Hurst because he's going up against the number one defense." They play relentless and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, y'all, come on. The, the Saints defense the, is great. They're great defense. Don't get me wrong. But they haven't played a guy like, you know, Jalen Hurst, at least that I've seen so far. I haven't watched a lot of Saints games, but I don't believe they've played a guy in Jalen Hurts that can, you know, play so many different dimensions, you know, Running, passing, you don't know what he's going to do. 
you know, the read option and all that stuff. So that's why I picked the Eagles, you know, in the upset. That that was one of the reasons why I went with the Eagles there. And I gotta tell you, um he played he played a good football game. And his team really mm-hmm. was sparked because of his play. That's what the Eagles needed. Yeah, and um look, is it time for Carl? Someone's to be dope. I think it's. I yes. think the answer is yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I, and I got to be honest yeah. with you. And the answer is yeah. He, he, the coach was he was very reluctant to say who was going to start against Arizona next week. And I'm like, why? Like, like, why? Why, Peterson? Why are you doing this to yourself? Just say it. You right. saw Just say it. Right. You saw what you saw on the field on Sunday. Your team like had a brand new life. After watching what Jalen Hurst has, has been able to do, so why are you you know going about this back and forth? Oh, we trying to we're, we're trying to scheme for Arizona. No, 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 no. Arizona knows exactly what y'all going to do. Y'all going to start Jalen Hurst. Let's get it on. You know what I'm saying? Like, let, let, let's just stop it. Um, yeah, it's time yep. to deal Carson Wentz, man. It, yep. it, it's time. Um, yeah. I heard yeah. that um, Frank Reich is interested in um, trading for Carson Wentz if it, you know, if the opportunity presented itself. I don't know what Philip Rivers is going to do after this year. I would imagine that this is his last season, and if that's the case, then I think the coach should make a play for Carson Wentz at this point if they're interested. I don't want the coach. I don't I, then because I, I, I want Jacoby Brissett to start somewhere. So I don't, I don't yeah. know. How I yeah, no, that, good but. point. Good, 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 good point. But I'm, I'm saying in the sense that Frank Wright, yeah, was, the Frank Wright, they know they're familiar. He was mm-hmm. there when Wentz was on the end. Yeah. he went before he got hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah familiar. I, 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 I get why. Yeah. Um, I just would rather Jacoby Brissett start and he go to mm-hmm. the uh, went go to Indianapolis and start. Yeah, um, no, but I'm point. with you. I'm good with point. you. He should be dealt. Um, I'm even with you that I would get Carson Wentz. Another starting job for another team. Um, just that in Um He he deserves another shot, I, I, and, and deserves is a strong word. Yeah. Um, he the problem get is another the contract. Because, yeah, right, right. That's the problem. Uh, who's gonna? Yeah, right. Who's gonna deal with that? Um, but if he finds a way to go, um, uh, you know, wishing the best of luck. Um, but Jalen Hurts should be the uh, should be the starter. Um, for the foreseeable future, um, I mean, you drafted him. I, I believe you drafted him uh, that way. You drafted him to either make Carson Wentz step up yep. or replace him. So Carson Wentz didn't step up to replace him. I'm, I'm, I'm with you there 100. percent um, My the, my last game. Uh, if you didn't have anything else on the Eagles Saints game, my last uh, my I game. Did, I didn't want to say. I, okay. I, 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 to cut you off, but sure. um, I, I'm, I'm going to reiterate the statement that I made from last week right now. Do not count the Eagles out of the NFC East race right now. Um, when you look at what happened to Alex Smith on Sunday, and they got the win, and Chase Young is a monster, but Alex Smith, I don't know what his situation with that leg is going to be. But regardless of what it is, they got the Seahawks coming to town on Sunday, and yeah. I don't think they're going to beat the Seahawks. I give the Eagles a great chance to beat the Cardinals in Arizona on Sunday. So if that happens, 
and you got to play the Cowboys the following week, you being the Eagles, I believe they could beat the Cowboys the following week. I believe the Washington football team is going to beat Carolina the following week, and that's going to set up for Washington at Philly week 17. Week 17. All or nothing for the division. And I think the Eagles are going to get it. And right you there. went right into my point. You went right into my point, um, but I have a different take. Um, I think that defensive line, and you said everything I was going to say outside of the outside of the outcome. Yeah. Um, I think that, that defensive line is going to get the football team into the playoffs. Mm. I do. Um, meaning, meaning they're going to play the Eagles in Week Seven for all, mm-hmm. and. Montez Sweat, Chase Young, uh-huh. um, they are going to unleash hell. They're okay. they're going to be filling with seventeen. That's okay. that's you 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 took my entire narrative for my last game, and mm-hmm. and, and, and yeah, I, I think the football team um, are going to make the playoffs. They won't do anything in the playoffs, but they will make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And 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 um in week seventeen against Philadelphia. Hey, that, I gotta, I gotta tell you something though. Let's say let's say Washington does get the four seed, they clinch the division, and let's say they draw somebody like the Rams. I I don't know, man. They getting smashed. I, I think they getting smashed, Trey. Smashed by the Rams. They getting smashed. I I don't yeah, know, man. I mean, you just said it yourself. That D line, you, you don't think that D line. Can get after Jared Goff and make him look ordinary, and make him yeah, know, make some mistakes. But I, but I also think whoever is that quarterback, um, whoever that quarterback for the football team for Washington, got to do with Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that secondary, and that secondary, they're not starting in that secondary. Whereas, um, whereas I, I got I believe more in Washington. I believe in Washington's offense. Uh, expo- you know, getting something off on Philadelphia, then I believe then Washington's offense getting something off on the Rams defense. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, no, good point, good point. I mean, Rams got a better defense, I think, all around than Washington does. Um, sure, no, I, I, I buy that, but I could, I could, I could see that D line mm-hmm. really getting after Jared Goff, and you know, who knows in a game like that where. Both defensive lines are getting after it. I mean, it, it's anybody's ball game at that point. Yeah, you know. I mean, the battle of the trenches, and then and then and then and then if we gotta go trenches, um, I for certain like the Rams' offensive line more than I like the Redskins' offensive line at week set. You know, in the playoffs. Yeah. 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 So I mean, yeah. That's true. Say what That's you want true. from that. Say what you want from that. Right, right. Um, you said you had another game? No, 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 no. Like I said, you, you went straight into it. I was going to talk about the football team oh, okay. and how I felt like they were going they were going to the playoffs. Um, uh-huh. I guess if we're done with football, um, Giannis, <laughs> your boy Giannis got the uh, five-year, $228 million extension with the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, I guess quelling all rumors that he was going to leave and uh, go join a uh, you know, a contending team like the uh, Warriors or 
whoever the heat whoever you had in the rumor mill uh mm-hmm. he's you know he is a milky buck for the next five years toronto <laughs> toronto, <laughs> yeah. toronto was in that mix too Right, right. He is a Milwaukee Buck for the next five years. Congratulations to Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, yes, yes. I had to learn his name now because I no longer call him Greek Freak. Um, so, look, when he wins the chip, is that when you're going to call him the Greek Freak? When he wins the chip? When he wins the chip is a very bold statement. I don't know that he's going to win the chip unless they're about to put a team around him. Mm-hmm. They you know, have to put it. They're gonna have to put it out beside them, and you know this is a, this has officially become a league of uh, you know dynamic duos. They're gonna have to put. They're gonna have to put a rock. They're gonna have to put a. Funny enough, they're gonna have to put a Batman next to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but he even said it himself. He he kind of came out and was like, "Look, you know, I don't care if I'm Batman or Robin." He didn't say it that way, but I'm kind of paraphrasing. And yeah. He basically said that, "Yo, if." you know, somebody came in and was the alpha dog, then, you know, I'm cool with that. I just want to, you know, I just want to win. You know, that, you know, that, that's well, his whole mentality. I don't have much on, I don't have much more on that conversation, but right now, more than ever, they need to be figuring out why James Harden has come out and said he doesn't want to play in Houston. He don't care about the fact that John Wall is there. More than ever, they need to figure out how they can get James Harden to Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I talked about that last week. Yeah, yeah. Like they got yeah. to do what they got to do. They got to um, do what they got to do. Chris Middleton, peace. If, peace. If, if that's what that means, then, who else you know, y'all want? So who else it. y'all want? Who else y'all want? Yeah, right, right. But it's gonna it's gonna be first round draft picks involved in that package too. So look, and they, they already gave up first rounders for Drew Holiday too. For Drew Holiday, yeah, um, yeah. They whoever. Whoever needs to be, whoever or whatever needs to be dealt, needs to be dealt. Because the, cause Giannis, I was going to call him that, because Giannis needs a Batman. Mm. Um, if he does not get a Batman, uh, this money is being spent because they just want him, but I don't believe he gets a chip uh, without this, without a Batman. I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe, and, and I, I would love to be wrong about another black man. I don't believe that he, He's going to gain the jumper needed to uh, take over basketball games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a while before that happens. Um, but, yeah, we'll, but, we'll and to be honest, yeah. and, and if it does happen, I, I, it, if it does happen, athleticism is going to go down. This dude does not know how to play basketball yet. He's just freakishly athletic. athletic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, We'll see what happens. It's still the Eastern Conference, so you know, and any, anything's possible. But they they're gonna have to deal with they, the Nets. They're gonna have to deal with yeah. the Nets. Period. You know what I mean? I mean so, in in some in some respects, they're still gonna have to deal with the Toronto Raptors and the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. And the Celtics, possibly. Oh, I mean, you know, possibly yes. I mean, yeah. what you, what you will. Um, Jason they, Tatum's the a dog, so. You know, yeah, Boston, Boston Celtics, right? Yeah, Jason Tatum got his money um, too. So, I mean, yeah. hell, I mean, hell. Um, depending on how you feel about what Doc Rivers might do with Philly, mm-hmm. um, you know, an argument could be made. I wouldn't make it, but an argument could be made that the Greek freak—sorry, that's not his name anymore—that Giannis Antetokounmpo 
um, and the Milwaukee Bucks, and I, I'm I, I'm not willing to make this argument, but they could take a step back. They could yeah. take a six seed type step back. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I remember <laughs> when I remember it, it might have been last season or the season before, like when when niggas was talking about the Sixers and the Bucks in a potential playoff matchup, like. Niggas was talking like I heard Sixer fans talking about, "Yo, we want we want Milwaukee. Like we 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 match up better with Milwaukee than we do anybody else." So it, it's not out of the possibility if that was a playoff series that the Sixers could take them out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, he need he needs his Batman. But all that foot with all that being said, because mm-hmm. because I, I I don't I don't even feel like we said congratulations. Congratulations to Giannis Antetokounmpo. Get your money, black man. Get your money, black man. We are, we are certainly proud that you getting your money, and no you are never you are another black man in this world with the opportunity to change the world with your financial gain. Um, but if we're speaking basketball, um, this I, I I would love to say that this makes me feel like the Milwaukee Bucks is going to be a uh, playoff content. I mean, a championship contender. I'm sorry. Um, this doesn't make me feel like they're a championship contender. So, how many years do you think he actually fulfills that contract before he, quote-unquote, requests a trade? Um, I give it this year and then next year. If they, if they don't, if they don't put, if they don't put, if they don't put somebody in, in Milwaukee to play with him, I, you know, no, I don't see that happening. Bingo. I get that Shu Holiday is a great two-way player, and that's great because we would need you would need him on the team as well. But he doesn't get it done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think we're on the same page here. Um, I give it a couple of years, and I think after that, if they don't it, at least get to a finals, like right. if they if they lose the finals, they're okay. But if they don't get to the finals in these two years, then. I, I think you're gonna hear some noise about um, him wanting to get out of Milwaukee and actually, you know, team up with somebody that can actually put a team together, um, you know, with the right group of guys. And you know, you talked about duos. You know, this is a league of duos. Um, that team could potentially have the guy that Giannis may want to play with. So yeah, I give it two years. Um, yep. we, we, we can stick with basketball. Um, shout out to Keontae Johnson. Of, uh, he played for Florida, I think. I, I can't remember what team that was. But um, in the game on Saturday, he collapsed on the court and um, was rushed to the hospital. And for a while on Sunday, I believe, was in a coma. And it wasn't looking good. And then today I get the news that um, he is in stable condition. Um, his conditioning is getting much better. And um, they're hoping for, you know, full recovery. Um, I don't know what the cause of that collapse was. I don't know if it was yeah. something COVID-related or, you know, something other, you know, some other health condition. But I'm just glad that the kid is okay and that yeah, nothing sure. serious happened to him. So, uh, shout out to Keontae sure. Johnson, you know, for that. Press, press to Keontae Johnson. Sure. Absolutely. Um, D'Angelo Ball was signed and then released by the Detroit Pistons, and I have no idea why. Um, I don't either. It's so funny because Debbie was like, 
hey, one of the Ball brothers got cut. And I was like, yeah, um, Leandro from the Pistons. And, you know, because she, she, she gets the brothers mixed up and stuff. Like, I, I told Alonzo's mm-hmm. in New Orleans, and uh, Charlotte just drafted um, LaMelo. LaMelo, yeah. You know, so I did hear about that. Now, I don't know why he got cut either. I don't know why the Detroit Pistons are, you know, going that route. I think they need all the youth they can possibly get at this point. So I, I, I don't understand that either. I do not understand it. Um, you know, it's 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 funny that we, I, I was, uh, you know, praising um, praising Levar Ball. You know, like all all his antics in the, you know, in years prior, because he's certainly calmed down since. But in all for all of that, he had three sons in the NBA, and um, you know, along with him, the Holiday Brothers and the uh, Antetokounmpo's, yeah, um, all have uh, you know, a trio of players in the nba and um i yeah, was like man you know say what you see right like say what you want about lavar ball but um it's only other, it's only two other families that's, that's doing that yeah um so so that that was certainly something worth mentioning um i would love to know what happened and for them to have cut him so quick i would love to know why they picked him up to begin with um, mm-hmm. I I'll say this in uh you know to put a ribbon on it uh I do hope that somebody picked them up. Um, I'm not willing so. to say yeah you know because look mm-hmm. I just you know for all intents and purposes he was looking to be a high draft pick um when he was in UCLA um before all of that had, you know all that stuff had happened so um you know. I would love to see if he could get it together and um and be a productive NBA player. Yeah, I think it's a great story um, though. I think it's a great story. You know what I'm saying? Like to have three kids, three sons in the league at the same time. Um, that's legendary stuff right there. So I, I hope that somebody yeah, sure. picks sure. this guy up. Yeah. Um. But. We should, um, and obviously, um, you know, Auntie Tukumpo, Papa Auntie Tukumpo, or Holiday, you know, they're not in the line, like, you know, talking how they're talking, talking mm-hmm. how LeVar Ball is talking. So, but I do think it's important to uh, um, give props to those those families and that father, those fathers and mothers and, you know, et cetera, for that achievement because before LeVar Ball was our um, those guys had already achieved it. So shout out mm. to those to those families. Um I I don't know if you did you catch any of the uh the Nets versus the Wizards? I have not watched any preseason NBA basketball yet. I won't make a big fuss of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say this: um, our first round. I, I still don't got his name yet, uh, Debbie. I, I, I'm, I'm butchering his name. I don't got his name yet. Right. Um, scored 16. Didn't miss a shot. Didn't miss a shot the um, the other day against the Nets. Uh, Hashimura looks good. Cash like we we you know out, it's the preseason. I get yeah. it. I'm just saying that the young boys on the team look good, and I'll just leave it there. Well, look, man, um, I think they're going to get to the playoffs. Um, there might be a 7-8 seed at this point, but I think with Russell Westbrook there and 
you know, Beal is still there, and you know, you got these young boys, and you got the uh, Japanese kid or Asian kid, Hachimura, too, right? Hachimura, yeah, yeah Hachimura. Hachimura, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I think the. Yeah, I think y'all a playoff team. At this there's point. even there's even a play, there's even a play where uh, Hatchmore got a little aggressive with Kevin Durant under the basket. I know you know mm-hmm. I don't put a I, I'm not gonna put stock into it. There's no stock to be put into it. He just beat him for a rebound and dunked it. But yeah, um, yeah. but I, I'm just going to throw the, the little caveat out there. Hatchmore, Hatchmore is continuing to look good. Debbie is looking good. The rookie. Um, young boys, young boys looked good against the Brooklyn Nets. That I, that's I just wanted to make it known on on tape that mm. they looked good against the Nets. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I, I just got a couple football notes here. Um, Packers push the North, and right now I think they're the one seed right now. So you know they're looking pretty good for that. Uh, the Chiefs clinched the West on Sunday. We all saw that coming. Um, they're at the top right now. Um, I, 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 I don't want to talk about this game, like, break it down, really, but I just want to acknowledge that the Vikings, for all their history, have just had problems with kicking, um, with kickers of the like, and it just continues no matter who kicks for this franchise. So Dan Bailey missed three field goals. I, I think two of them were, like, 20-plus yard field goals, and he missed all three of them, and he also missed the extra point, and needless to say, um, he I, I, I pinned that loss against the Bucks on that kicker, because the Vikings early in that game were giving it to the Bucks, and I don't care what Brady and Arians tells you, that team still doesn't look right to me. Yeah. Even after the bye they mm-hmm. had, and even after you know losing to the Chiefs and and the Saints, you know blowout a few weeks back, they still don't look right. Yep, I agree. Yep. So, um, just a baseball note here. I agree. Um, and the, my last. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was I was going right there. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, go no, ahead. no. You you saying you said the same thing I'm saying. Okay. I was just going to say. Uh, you go ahead. You can go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Cleveland Indians, um, they came out Sunday night and announced that they were going to drop the Indians' name off of their team. Of course, this is in light of the Washington football team dropping the Redskins' name. And then you got other teams like the Braves, the Chiefs, the Blackhawks, um, you know, questionable whether they're going to follow suit or not. But the Indians... Uh, for right now, are announcing that after the 2021 season, which I don't understand why they're waiting that long to do it, but nonetheless, they're going to um, put a halt on the name Indians. So, um, I don't know what they're going to name themselves. The Cleveland baseball team, temporarily? I don't know. I hope they find a a name before it's time. They got time. They do. They do, and, and maybe that's why they decided after the you know next season to do it. Maybe they're just trying to come up with some things, but you know it has to be for me. It has to be relatable to the city of Cleveland if you're going to rename it. Yeah. So um, uh, I I don't have I don't have any bright ideas for the name, but uh, if they change they changed it, I'm glad. Um, I'm happy for people making advancements um, in their thinking. Um, mm-hmm. 
change the name. Uh, whatever you change it, I'll criticize it when I hear it. Yeah. What 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 is Cleveland known for? I have no idea, my G. Mm, okay. Yeah, I, I don't I know either. No, I have no idea. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Like I have no idea, my G. Like Cleveland, I know nothing about the city of Cleveland. Okay. Yeah, I, I have no idea either, except for what you just said there. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Great cash. Like I have nothing on Cleveland. Yeah. yeah I don't know what what their famous what their famous dish is. I understand that there's uh, a level of crime crime in Cleveland, um, but. Yeah, I mean that's I every know. that's every major city in this country. Yeah, right. So, so, yeah. They're not. I mean, they're not murder capital, but they, yeah, they got, right. They, yeah, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just like listen, listen. They got um, their hoods. They got their hoods. Yeah, like every saying? right, every every ghetto, every city. Like it, um, the, I ain't got yeah. I'm glad that they have made the necessary changes to come into the new way of thinking of the world we live in today. Um, if it's a good name, I'll say it. If it's a bad name, I'll say it. Yeah. Um, and and that just that's that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Um. So I do want to congratulate Morgan State University. Um. They just got a big forty million dollar donation from a person named Mackenzie Scott who I did some research on and she apparently used to be married to the CEO of Amazon uh Jeff uh Bezos I think his name is yeah yeah um, yeah. yeah 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 um she she had some bread and decided you know what I'm going to contribute to HBCU and that HBCU happens to be Morgan State University so just want to give up. them a big uh, shout out. Uh, shout out to her, you know, for making yeah. the donation one. Um, and I, I hope that the university um, spends that money wisely. Um, mm-hmm. I'd love to see scholarships a lot, lots of them. Um, love to see, and, I, and I've I've driven by Morgan State a few times. They did all kinds of upgrades to their buildings and all that kind of stuff, but. Really, that money should go towards the education of these kids and upcoming um, potential college students. So, let me give them a big shout out for doing that. Shout to her. What'd you say? You kind of broke up there for a minute. I said shout out to her. Shout out to her. I'm just saying shout out to make this guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. And I, I just have one last thing, man. Um,. I, I did hear that this is off, you know, it's off sports topic related. It's not sports. Um, I got the news late that the Ashanti Keisha Cole versus uh, was postponed because Ashanti came out and said she tested positive for COVID-19. And I hope she gets well soon and, you know, feels better. Um, but she did say um, immediately that she was still a thousand percent down to still do the verses, um, just doing it from home. Um, you know, kinda like the way they started out doing it. Yeah. You know, when I do mm-hmm. live. And um Swiss and Tim just decided, um, no, we're just gonna push yeah. it off until next month. Push it off. And, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and and people gotta understand this because I've I've seen a lot of um I I've seen a lot of bashing towards Swiss and Tim and Ashanti for you know, not making this battle happen, and everybody's asking, well, why can't they just go back to what it used to be? Like, that was the whole point of Versus. You see, people, this is what 
you gotta understand. It's business. It, 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 people, you gotta understand. You got the Apple deal, right? And and you and I have seen the numbers that they've been doing on Apple Music. So they weren't prepared to do it remotely the way they you know used to do it. Um, they they need those numbers. So for them to try to put a IG live feed on Apple Music, I just don't know if that was feasible, number one. And number two, you, you got to have the equipment to make that happen. They were not going to lose that platform. Um, and then when you talk about the whole Surat deal, too, they're not going to lose that either. So it's business at the end of the day. But you know what? We get a treat. We get E-40 versus Too Short on Saturday. So I'm excited. So... And and I and I, and I got to tell you, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I am not not that I don't like these guys. I I never was a fan of them. I I didn't come up listening to their music a lot. So I'm really gonna be binge listening to you know these guys' songs. Like I mean, I know E40's stuff. I mean, tell me where to go. Um, I I know some of the, you know like some of the later stuff, but I, I'm really not hip to these brothers' music like that. So I'm, I'm just going to be bitch listening to some of their music prior to Saturday. I'm excited, and I'm going to be drunk. Um, I am fans of both. Um, more of their early stuff. Um, obviously, uh, Born in Mac with Too Short and um, mm-hmm. uh, E-40, Dusted and Disgusted, and even back... Uh, I, know you, I know you remember E-40 Sprinkle Me. Uh, I think I do remember Sprinkle Me. I think I do remember that. Okay, yeah. See, those, these, these songs were big in my upcoming. Getting It by Too Short was big in my upcoming. Freaky Tales was big in my uh, uh, Too Short upcoming. And uh, uh, um, uh, Do you remember when E-40 had a rap beef with Rashid Wallace in 96? A beef with Rashid Wallace. It sounds familiar. It really, it really does. It didn't Rashid? He did a diss track. Yeah, they they had they had diss okay. tracks. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I kind of remember that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But um, I mean, the pimp versus the the pimp versus the hustler. Like it is. Mm-hmm. This is this is this is um this is going to be good for me. I, I don't know how many other people it's going to be good for in my immediate in my, in my immediate circle. But I plan on being drunk. Um, and I plan on dancing the night away. <laughs> so who you got winning? I got E forty. Um E forty got too many uh joints mm-hmm. um in the ladder. Um in the ladder. Okay. Um, you know, like the the E the, the Lil John the Lil John hypey yep. movement. The hypey joint, yeah. Yeah, like um I think E forty just got more got more hits. Um but um I I I'll say I'll say thirteen seven E forty. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I did have a chance to just kind of look at their albums, not necessarily the songs per se. Man, too short. Been doing it for <laughs> like since we was like Eight. little. Yeah. First one was eighty seven. Eighty three, right? Um, I don't know if it was that early, but um, oh, okay. I, I I thought I saw he dropped uh, the album in '83. I mean, I'll double check that again, but he. I mean, long story yeah, short, he's been doing it for a minute. 
I know Born the first the first album that I the first album that I was ever aware of was Born uh, Born I think Born the Mac was before the joint that had uh Freak. I think it was I think it was um yeah I think it was um Born the Mac. I'm about to mm. Don't Start Rapping was one of his first albums October twenty fourth, nineteen eighty three. Yeah, I do not know about that album. Yeah, and then and then the album after not, that, my players came out May twenty seventh, nineteen eighty five. Oh yeah, see, yeah, you, you, yeah, you, you hit me with some, yeah, some shit. Yeah. Yeah. So you said, so you said, what's the first album you heard Life of? Life is too short. Life is too short was nineteen eighty nine. That was the one that okay. I'm aware. Okay, so and, and see that, that see, and see and see the ones that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. How, these weren't to my understanding. I'm, I'm only basing this because I'm scrolling on Spotify. These, yep. those weren't commercial releases. You're probably you're mostly right about that because I don't. These albums didn't really make like the I guess the Billboard 200 or whatever they call it these days. Like it wasn't like these albums weren't ranked. These were these in were the in the trunk. These were in the trunk albums. Gotcha. gotcha. That's not for me. To, that's not to say that those don't count. I'm just saying that those weren't commercial gotcha. albums. Those yeah. were more underground. Those were underground albums. Gotcha. I would think. Cause gotcha. Like I said, Born to Mac is the first I've ever heard of Too Short. Okay, yeah. Born to Mac in 87. And obviously, and obviously I was a kid. So it's not, I'm not talking about like I knew of who we was in 1989. I'm just saying when sure. I did my research. Yeah. Sure, sure. And, and and before Born to Mac, there was Raw, Uncut, and X-Rated, which was 1986. Okay. I'm, I'm even familiar with X-Rated a little bit. That okay. sounds familiar a little bit. Okay. And then, and then before that was the ones I mentioned earlier, players, and then don't stop rapping. So, yeah, he he, he been out a while, man. And said 1983. Let's be clear, I was born in 1983. That's what I'm saying. We, we yeah. was born in '83, so mm-hmm. this this dude has been doing it for my life, a long time for our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout so. out, and, and and his last release was like 2000 last year, so mm-hmm. he's active still. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the catalog is is lengthy, like like yeah. it's nonstop. So yeah, I, 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 this this will be this will be a good one. This will be. A good I'm one. going to enjoy myself. I I'm going to enjoy myself. It, it, and it's, I'm drunk. It, it's just that when you when you're born and raised in New York City, and you know you're you're in the music capital of the country, you you don't get a lot of exposure to. Uh, Stuff outside of New York, the music capital so, of the country. That's an interesting comment. So, you know, yeah. I mean, when you when you're you the mecca of hip hop, I wouldn't call you the music capital of the country, but I, I, we won't turn this into a music podcast. Sure, sure, but uh, you know what I mean, though. I mean, okay. I think, oh, I think, if, you, if you're saying the mecca of hip hop, I give you that. You know that, yeah. That, that that's kind of what that, that's okay. what I mean. Okay. Without using you know different terminology. But yeah, I mean, I, I I wasn't exposed to those guys really all that much. So right, but um, I'm interested to see how this go down, man. Uh, I'm ready. Yep, yep. Hey, uh, I want to give a big shout out to a couple guys in the chat room. We got Big Kev three hundred three. Yes, sir. And we also got Jelani from the Wait a Minute Show popped in here. What's he, happening? He just had a comment about the Eagles, and he says that it looks like they may be getting healthy, and Jalen might be that dude. And he also agrees with you, Maestro, that Washington was going to give him a run. 
Um, but you, you, you're more so extending it to Washington's going to beat them, you know, come week 17. Yeah. So we'll, we'll definitely see about that. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat room. Shout out to everybody out there listening. Uh, don't forget, folks, you can follow us on Twitter at BarbershopSPOR2 and at MaestroStyles. You can follow us on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, at Trey Frazier, at MaestroStyles. We got the Facebook page. We also got the YouTube channel. Um, and if you guys have any questions or comments in regards to the show, you can email us at barbershopsportstalk1 at gmail.com. So, Maestro, if you got nothing else, man, I'm going to head on downstairs and give me something to eat, man. Yes, sir. No doubt, no doubt. Y'all have a good week. We'll be back next week. Peace. Do you wonder where your food comes from? More and more people do. America's corn farmers work hard every day to grow a crop that you can be proud to serve your family. And they're doing it with an eye towards sustainability, caring for water, air, soil, and resources that fuel healthy families and more sustainable products. Take a look to find out how farmers in rural America work to make life better for all of us, from cities to their rural communities. Learn more at ncga.com. NCGA, a commitment to the future. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air.